Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. A defector from Iran praises Israel after winning an Olympic silver medal. A different Muslim quits the Olympics rather than wrestle against an Israeli. And we have an interview with the Israeli Ministry of Tourism, you should go to Israel. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. An Iranian defector, no longer from Iran, but he did compete in the Olympics. And after he won the Olympic silver medal for his sport, he praised Israel, the nation who helped him defect. Times of Israel reports that winning judo silver in Tokyo, an Iranian defector to the state of Mongolia, Muslim name here, Saeed Molai, dedicated his medal to Israel. Molai, a former Iranian judoka, now representing Mongolia, took home the silver medal in the men's 81 kilogram division, losing the gold to a Japanese judoka, Takanori Nagesi. It was the first Olympic medal for Molai in Mongolia, two years after he left his native Iran, defected to flee the Iranian regime, revealing that his national team coaches had actually ordered him to lose when he wrestled for Iran in the judo semifinals of the 2019 World Championships in Tokyo. Well, why would Iran order him to lose? In order to avoid facing an Israeli opponent, Sagi Muki, in the final. So he had to throw the race so he didn't have to physically touch a Jew. Well, the Jew hatred in Iran is nothing new, but it is horrible, and Molai took a stand, thank God. He subsequently moved to Germany and then renounced his Iran citizenship and moved to Mongolia, acquired Mongolian citizenship, and began to compete in judo for that country. Molai told the Israeli Sports Channel that he was, quote, thankful for the support he's received from Israel over the years. He told the network, thank you for the, to Israel for the good energy. This, medical, this medal is dedicated also to Israel. I hope the Israelis are happy with this win, end quote. And then he even began to speak in Hebrew. He said, toda, which means thank you in Hebrew. The Israeli Muki, that is the, a different wrestler for Israel who had been discriminated against, we'll talk about that, congratulated his friend from Mongolia on this great achievement, despite his own disappointing finish on Tuesday. Israel did not win a medal, but Mongolia did and praised Israel for helping him get out of Iran. And that's the news, our thanks to Times of Israel for that report. Uh, again, let's take a moment and discern the spirits. There is in some people, regardless of your religion, but we notice particularly in some who are strict Muslims, 
a spirit of anti-Judaism or what, what you call anti-Semitism or plainly Jew hatred. Some people like the man we're gonna talk about in our next story, they hate Jews so much they won't wrestle with them. And the Iranian government actually ordered this hero to not wrestle against a Jew because he might get cooties by touching him or something. That, that's how demonic the spirit is inside of some who hate Israel. And it contradicts the God of the Bible who says this in Genesis 12. God promised Abraham, right? I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you and in you, Abraham, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And of course that means we should love Israel, we should love the Jewish people, we should love the descendants of Abraham because when we are blessed in him, then we are, he is blessed in us and vice versa. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name against the demonic spirit of Jew hatred that is inside of some people and some governments like Iran. Father, we pray instead that a spirit of blessing would flow not only from Abraham to the world, but from the world back to the sons of Abraham. Father, we bless our friends in Israel, as did the hero in this story, in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, another wrestler, uh, judo, quits the Olympics rather than face an Israeli. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand, visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. Today we are remembering to pray for the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. In fact, we have commemorated now a special coin to remember perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel and pro-America president of our generation. And here it is, limited supplies now of a special commemorative Donald J. Trump coin. It's golden, it says the word in God we trust right on the cover. It'll help you remember to pray for and remember the presidency of our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 exactly, this is while supplies last, uh, we're gonna send you that coin, but also included are two other products that we offer. You'll get a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, and a special DVD on how to be an effective Christian activist. We'll throw in both of these, plus the coin, for a suggested donation of exactly $45 to our ministry. And on top of that, we'll throw in this special window decal, I pray for religious freedom to help you remember to pray for America. Listen, 
uh, there are three ways that you can give. Right now, go to our website, which is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Right at the top, there's an online bookstore. And one of those items is the $45 suggested donation for all, all four items. Visit our online bookstore at PrayInJesusName.org. Or you can call us toll free. It's an easy phone call. 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Tell the operator you want the special $45 offer and we'll send you all four items. Finally, you can text the word donate to 720-573-0305. Again, text the word donate 720-573-0305. Please help today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Western Journal who reports. A Muslim judo competitor actually quit the Olympics this year rather than face and wrestle against an Israeli. A Muslim extremist who hates Jews has quit the Olympics rather than wrestle an Israeli. An Algerian judo athlete and his coach have now actually been punished and temporarily suspended after improperly withdrawing from the Olympics to avoid competing against an Israeli. Faithy Noreen, the wrestler who hates Jews and his coach, Amar Benekif, will be placed under suspension pending an investigation by the International Judo Federation. They may never be allowed to compete again for violating the values of not just the Olympics, but judo in general. The International Judo Federation has made the decision, quote, based on the official recorded declarations of both Fethi Nurin and Amar Benekiev that were published in the media and that are in total opposition to the philosophy of the International Judo Federation. Judo sport is based on a strong moral code, including respect and friendship to foster solidarity. And we will not tolerate any, in this case, anti-Jewish discrimination as it goes against the core values and principles of our sport, end quote. According to the Middle East Eye, the Jew hater Noreen announced his decision to withdraw from the Tokyo Games. Last week, Thursday, this is a day before the opening ceremonies of the games, Noreen pulled out after learning that he could potentially compete against an Israeli judoka, Tohar Butbul, in the second round of the competition. The Muslim extremist told Algerian media that he made the decision in support of the Palestinian cause, reported the I. Jerusalem Post columnist, however, Emily Schrader, denounced Noreen's anti-Jewish withdrawal from the games, calling it, quote, pathetic and the very opposite of the Olympic spirit, end quote. And that's the news, our thanks to Western Journal for that summary. Again, let's take a moment and discern the spirits. Here are these strong, hulking judo athletes, right? And, and you may giggle as I did, uh, but, but I had to take judo when I was a freshman at the Air Force Academy. <laughs> Actually, I think it was during my junior year. Here I am uh, going out there and I remember my, 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 my experiment. Uh, they taught us all of the judo moves, right? Doesn't mean I learned anything, but I had to wrestle against this football player Ron Butler, 
And I remember I, I, was, I was trying to throw him this one time and I leaned back and I gave a good kick and he just fell on top of me and began pounding me into submission until I tap, tap, I submit, right? <laughs> Can you imagine uh, my, my, my expression? But I learned, I learned some great values from my judo instruction, right? One are that you show respect for your competitors, no matter their or ethnic orientation, their belief system. And, and I, I learned those values, which I had to share later in my life as a Navy chaplain, that I respect people of all faiths, even if they disagree with me, of all religions, even if they don't worship the Lord God Almighty, we can show respect for people's humanity. What Iran refuses to do is, is even show a modicum of respect. They won't even touch a Jewish person for fear of contaminating themselves or violating their anti-biblical religion. Islam no longer follows the God of the Bible. The Bible says this in Genesis 27, let people serve you and all nations bow down to you and master over your brethren and let your mother's sons bow down to you. Cursed be everyone who curses you. This is about Israel and blessed be everyone who blesses you. Amen. Let's continue to pray against a spirit of Jew hatred that is especially manifest in some people in the Middle East. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray against the demonic spirit of anti-Semitism that is inside of some people because of their nationality, that because of their, their religious opposition. But Father, we pray instead that their eyes would be opened, that their, their sins would be forgiven, that scales would fall from their eyes, that they would look at, at the sons and daughters of Abraham and they would say, these are people to be honored, even among Christians even among Christians who don't recognize the New Testament in Romans 9, 10, and 11, which commands Christians that to be humble toward the Jews, that we are crafted in, that we are to appreciate where they come from. God bless those who honor Israel, even as we do today. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I have an inspiring interview with the Israeli government, the Ministry of Tourism came on our studio and said why you should go to Israel. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here with this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm going to put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. 
I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow Mattress Topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98. Or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. If you've never been to Israel, it's time. It's time to go. You don't need to live there, but you need to visit Israel. And many Americans actually make Aliyah, and they do move to Israel. And, and uh, in fact, the last my guests are with the Israeli Ministry of Tourism. I want to introduce Yael Golan. Am I saying this correct? Correct. And, and Jill Daly, you're an American from Chicago. Thank you. I am. Um, uh, who do you represent and, and why? So we are the Israel Ministry of Tourism. We're a government agency. Our sole purpose is to promote travel to Israel. Travel to Israel. So here's my, here's my audience. Welcome to our show. There are so many people watching who have never been to Israel. Regardless of their religion, I think everybody should go in, at one point. And, and what would they see when they go? So the first place to visit, no matter what is your background or motivation of travel will be Jerusalem. It's simply the most beautiful city in the world. And there is an old Jewish saying that the world received 10 measurements of beauty. Nine were given to Jerusalem and the rest was divided between um, everywhere else. So it doesn't necessarily has to be beauty as we know it, um, physical or seeable beauty. It's a spiritual beauty. And there's just something yes. about that city. The minute you walk in, something just happens. You're a different person. You can connect to the city in so many levels. And that is why, for me, it's just a must. You lived in Jerusalem personally for seven years, you were telling me. Correct. Um, and you lived in the new part of the city, which is growing modern city, like, you know, tall uh, business buildings and, and apartment condos. The old part of the city is surrounded by the old wall, uh, and, and it's got many religious traditions and practices. All of the holy sites begin in Jerusalem. And I, w I was touched when I went there uh, in 1996. I visited not only the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, but but uh, Gordon's Calvary, right? Mm -hmm. The place where Jesus was buried and rose from the dead. And, and, and uh, so inspiring to me that it changed my spirituality, I think, as a Christian. Um, but let me ask, 
you're a government spokesman. I'm going to ask a hard question now. Is it safe? Because we see on the news everything that's happening over there with, with Hamas and the, and the 4,000 rockets this year. But, but are they targeting tourists like us, or, or can we be protected while we're there? Israel is super safe, and I think that if we have learned anything about the past year, the past challenging year, is to be resilient and to take many things also that we see on the media with a grain of salt. Um, Israel is safer than many places in the U.S., um, and I hear from 100 percent of people that have been how safe they felt. And let me tell you, as a woman whose personal safety um, issues are super important, you can walk around no matter where in Israel in any given hour and feel the safest you've ever felt. And as a woman leading government efforts, it's also important for me to talk about it because yeah. it's not something that's spoken about a lot. <clears throat> I, I felt totally safe when I was there because all of the beautiful 18-year-old girls are carrying machine guns, right? <laughs> Actually, it's mandatory enlistment for men and women to protect their country, and, and the, the, the young uh, Jewish people enlist in the Israeli military mandatory service for two or three years, and then when they get out, they're still very patriotic. They, they protect their country and they protect their homeland, so I felt safe when I was there. Um, let me ask Jill, safer than Chicago? Oh my goodness, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know, I agree with what Yale had said, is it really is a place that I feel like I'm comfortable walking. I'm comfortable going anywhere within. And um, Israelis, they value the sanctity of life. So they're going to make sure that their citizens are safe. They're going to make sure their visitors are safe. And really, if it wasn't safe, we wouldn't invite you. Yeah. We wouldn't want you to come to the country no, no, no. unless we knew that you would be safe. So it, it really is a destination that you can go and feel comfortable. And actually, all of the holy sites are, are extra protected because there are so many tourist dollars that come there. Even the terrorists want to be peaceful because they want to get rich. So, so right. there's the, the tourist locations are extra safe. Uh, and, and the Muslim people are, are welcome to practice their religion, even in Israel. The Christian people are welcome. That's what I love is that because uh, of the state security, every religion is welcome. And the numbers talk, because um, we, we get this, get asked this question a lot. And at the end of the day, there's what I tell you, um, I'm Israeli, I love my country, and of course I'm biased, but we went from 3.6 million tourists to almost five in three years. Five million people. Almost and five million tourists. this is from all over the world. All over the world. And it's not just the numbers, it's also the airlines. So both United and American have opened new nonstop flights during the pandemic because they know about the pent-up demand people have to travel to Israel. So don't listen yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah. And, and when I was there a couple years ago, I saw people from Korea, from China, from India, from Europe, from America. Everyone in the world wants to go and see because God has chosen Israel. God has... In, in the Bible, you know, even Abraham, uh, where, when he was called by God, when he offered that, the sacrifice uh, of his son, it, went, it, it became the city that is now Jerusalem. And every holy person from all three great monotheistic religions, they consider Jerusalem one of the holiest cities. Uh, Jill, I'll give you the last word. Uh, how can people 
get more information about becoming a tourist and going there? Check out our website. Our website has all kinds of information in terms of being able to plan a trip. It connects you with a travel agent tour operator that is going to help you plan a trip and to have that amazing experience. I mean, I do believe strongly every Christian should have the opportunity to be in Israel. And you, know, you, you said the connection in terms of people coming from all over the world. I mean, some of my favorite memories is having the opportunity to be there, to worship, to pray with people from Nigeria, from, from Japan, from anywhere. And we're all there for one purpose. We're there for the purpose of being able to visit these biblical sites. We're there to be able to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. And connect with the God of the Bible. Exactly. Yeah. That connection is available for you, ladies and gentlemen. If you will go, get on a plane. Schedule it maybe a, maybe a year in advance. Plan to go with a, a college group or, or a, a Christian group. Ask your pastor to organize a tour. GoIsrael.com. It's so easy to even organize a small group of friends to go together. GoIsrael.com to plan your trip today. Ladies, thank you for coming on the program. Thank you thank so you. much for having us. Enjoyed it. Okay, I fear your God, and God bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you. All right. I'm Dr. Chaps. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now, there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals, and there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and please donate so we can bring you these informative shows. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Proverbs 21, the fool covets greedily all day long, but the righteous gives and does not spare. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org or call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. 
Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.